0: This episode of the Red and White Podcast is brought to you by Roback, Roback Roback.com, performance apparel company. They make polos, hoodies, Q-zips that are legit, just the best fit and the best feel. I know you've seen the little dog logo on people's shoulders. That's Roback. They gave you a 20% off coupon if you use the code REDWHITE. So go support the sponsors of the podcast, go get yourself some sick apparel and thanks for listening. I was by the wolves. was by the All right, folks, we are back. Finally, with another edition of the Red and White Podcast, I'm your host, Evan, here with Will. It's been so long. Will now has glasses, and he's got a new room behind him. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. <laughs> it's true.
1: It's true. Yeah, it's been cr- quite the hiatus. The uh... Yeah, it's going to be a sharp one. I'm, I'm very excited. I felt <laughs> really good this afternoon when I texted Evan, and I was like, let's do this. And then I had to go to Lowe's to pick something up and it was like a 30 minute drive there and back and uh by the time i got home i was like man i should probably not podcast tonight <laughs> <laughs> we should've done it right on the spot then i pro- yeah, yeah i was i yeah I, I i like walked in i was in a daze and i was like is it cuz i don't know what's going on for nc state right now i don't know maybe some allergic reaction to the spring football game
0: you know well, will was all excited about podcasting until i told him we had to talk basketball because we have been avoiding it for <laughs> A few months now.
1: Well, we but. lost that tournament game. Um, we, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> we did lose.
0: We did. When's the years. last
1: time we podcast? Did we even cover the NCAA tournament?
0: No, it's been a while. No, oh, jeez. No, we, we didn't talk about it.
1: Uh, uh, well, that was a bummer. Jeez, um, who even won the tournament this year? I'm so out of it. UConn. Oh, that's right. I like checked out. It was them in what? San Diego State?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, boy. And you guys like watching these little teams? Come on. Well, I want to talk about us, right?
0: And I think the question—the question that we've had—and I actually wrote this one down: Was it a successful season in your mind?
1: Oh man, it was kind of disappointing um, in the way it ended. You know, kind of two right. bummer tournament games between the ACC tournament and that. Um, was it a success? Yes. Was it a letdown? Yes, because it was a down year in the ACC and I think we could have done some things better and it came out with it. But at the end, you know, in the end, like got to the tournament. Great. I'd like to do more than be a participant in the tournament. So I guess step in the right direction.
0: Um, Well, somebody asked this in the chat. This was granted a month ago, two months ago at this point. But was this a good season because we didn't have a horrible season? Or is it a good season because you achieved something, won something, were successful? Like well, everybody is basing it off of last year,
1: right? Yeah, but last 21. year was like an anomaly, right? Like I, I don't yeah. understand why people don't just like dump that out of their expectations. That That's like being like, oh, Dave. Uh, I'm surprised football has been good since you didn't have 90% of your roster injured this year. Like, I don't know. A- am I like just being too dismissive of that? Um, probably
0: because, and you know, this is how I look at it. Like I'm not sure if it was a success from, you know, standard metrics, but it wasn't, it was a success that we didn't have a repeat, right? It was, but when you consider, to me, when you consider you had probably the best backcourt you've had in, I don't know how long, with two all, all ACC guards, and you still end up middle of the pack, losing in the first round to Creighton, like, I don't know, I just, I, I felt like this is what I was talking about beginning season. I season, they regressed back to the mean, which is right in the middle. I'm not sure it was an improvement. I just think it's it is it's where it, it's going to end up. So, success by not having another 21 season, but man, if that was a real success, that's a pretty low bar to me. I like I just don't consider making the tournament a big win.
1: Yeah. I mean, it does suck that you drew a team that made it to the elite 8. Now maybe that was because of their draw as well, but um you know, athletic, super gifted seven footer versus DJ Burns kind of played out exactly how I thought it would with him getting those quick fouls. And you're just like, oh, well, hope the guards can do it. Right. And then it became kind of the Turquavian show, maybe to the detriment of other players. Like I, it was kind of like the whole season in one game. Right. It can either go great and everything is just everyone's on fire like we got with that Virginia Tech game or, you know, they're just not playing very smart basketball. Like I just remember there were times in that game when Casey Marcel was just like wide open and the pass was easily there. And then Turquavian went and just like junked it off the rim. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's not like super fun to watch when we do it like that. Um, it's I, It's interesting. So, so
0: like moving on, right? What is, what's the bar? Like, this year, the roster turns over so much, right? We've lost Terquavion, Jarkel, um, Duwana, who else
1: left? Gant, Jack Clark. Jack Clark. Which I think was a big loss, but.
0: I think Jack Clark's a huge loss, right? I think it's super underplayed. The guy did everything. Didn't shoot particularly great, but he wasn't awful. And he made up for it by doing everything else and by, you know, Filling the statue, I'd, I'd take five Jack Clarks and I would probably beat pretty much everybody. Yeah, was, I think him He's good.
1: missing some games due to injury, especially later in the year, kind of like maybe erased him from people's minds. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are always going to look back on that team. I know we want to move forward for a second, but I do think that do some Horchick injury, obviously kind of derailed certain aspects of the team and put maybe more pressure on us to play better ball, better ball. And, I just don't think we ever made up for that lack of his presence. And, you know, now he's gone from the team too. Um, I don't know. Like, I just remember going into this last season. I was just like, I don't really know any of these players anymore because of the turnover. And so I'm kind of just in wait and see mode to kind of figure out like, is it a team that gels and has the right kind of playmakers? Are we, it seems like maybe we're building around DJ. And so are we going to be a lot of three-point shooting and then ISO for him? Like, I I don't know. Like, we don't have, like, a joiner coming in, right? I mean, what, you've got...
0: DJ Horn. Yeah. um, Who's a volume volume shooter like uh, Jarkel. I imagine he'll probably get the bulk of the shots there.
1: Is he a good volume
0: shooter? I don't know. I mean, I think it's so hard to tell. Uh, I mean, (laughs) historically, he was... Okay. I'm not yeah. sure he was great.
1: Um, I, I don't know, man. It's I'm going to pull the roster right now. I mean, I don't think we have a Turquavian volume shooter on the no, team, I right? No, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know. There, it's just... I. I it's kind of like every year with Keats. You kind of set it and say, I think he's going to be somewhere around 500 and have some upside in some games. And then it's like, are they just going to, are they going to be more efficient with their choices? That's, that's what I ask because it just seems like oftentimes we, it's probably the product of having so much kind of isolation activity in the offense, but it's just, there's so many times where they're just jacking up shots and you're like, that, that can't be the right shot for you. Um, You know, maybe the effect of the assistants kind of keeps growing. I mean, I did think it was a better squad overall versus previous years. I I wondered
0: if the assistants would have the connections to rebuild, right? Last year was clearly um, guys that came in that had already had pre-existing relationships with the staff that we brought in, at least to some degree. And this year, it was a little bit different they brought in uh Jaden Taylor from what was a butler DJ Horn from Arizona State Middlebrooks from Clemson which I think is very strange uh, MJ Rice guy We recruited back in the day and uh Muhammad Diara from Missouri like I don't I don't know where the connections are to me it's interesting like it's People are going to give Keats all the credit for building the, you know, building this team again, and and that's fine. I'm going to also going to raise the expectations this coming of season. Like if that's, if that's what we're going to do, and that's what everybody's doing is building in the portal, and we're going to give Keats credit. He's got to coach with him. He's got to coach him up. We can't, we can't have another middle of the road season and be okay with it. I mean, that's the part that's kind of disconnecting for me. Right, you better you you lost you lost two of the you know the best backcourt we've had in a long time, right? And I want to see improvement on that, and that's going to be hard to do. You're bringing in guys that you know are talented, but are they proven? Right, MJ Rice didn't get enough playing time at Kansas, but we know he was a you know high four five star coming out of high school. It's going to be interesting to see how this. Develops, But this is the pace, or this is what's going to happen every year. You're going to rebuild the roster. To me, it's all NIL. And I know NC State's basketball NIL is strong. And if you have a strong NIL where you can bring in players, then you need to be able to coach them up. And I think we saw that, you know, in particular with the teams that made it to the Elite Eight, those were all well-coached teams. And I wonder when we're going to get to the point where we're like, all right, we can bring in talent. It doesn't matter who is coaching because our NIL game is so good. We can bring in guys, but we've got to get more out of them. Like, Or, or are we just going to bring in, you know, five, six new guys every year and, you know, go 10 and 10 or whatever it was, 10 and 8, I forgot, 12 and 8. I I don't know. I think that to me is the the real conversation around basketball is is you're going to bring them in, but what are you going to get out of them?
1: Yeah. Yeah, my theory has always been that NIL enables more traditional savvy basketball coaching to proliferate the ranks that maybe they couldn't because of the cesspool that basketball recruiting really is. Um, I it's um, my thing. Is just it's just hard to kind of understand what the roster is going to look like when you do have that kind of turnover every year, and it's like, okay, well, Keith has a history of managing that kind of turnover. That's great. I just would like to see. I want to see that last year was not like a blip, and that you can continue progressing as a team and rebuilding, you know, around certain players. I mean. To your point, right? I mean, we were pretty we were letting the guards do a lot um every game. And I don't know, what was that? I mean, there was a stretch where like your quavin couldn't like hit the broadside of a barn, right? Yeah. You know, and it's like, but you gotta just like, keep throwing that volume through them, even though you've got Casey Marcel like sitting there mm-hmm. that you could really lean on. Um I'm just I'm just curious to see what the team looks like. And if the rest of the league is going to keep looking like last year, if I'm still kind of confused at what's, what the hell's going on with the league in general and why it's just so down right now. I mean, is it really just was FSU down because of injuries and that had an effect and, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's just so hard to pinpoint basketball now, at least with football. I don't know. I feel like you can kind of plug and play and, you know, you know what you're getting with certain schemes and it's kind of a little bit more consistent with basketball. It's like, they really got to gel to make it work. Um, The last year's team was like really tight, right? So maybe, maybe we're going to have another similar type team that's, that's really kind of in it to win it with each other. And, you know, maybe the product on the basketball court will be good. It's just, I don't know, man, there were some disappointing losses. But I think sometimes that was again I, I just think there was some unintentional self sabotage by the green light that was given for the guards at times
0: yeah certainly I mean that's kind of my point is you no longer need a coach that is a dynamic recruiter right i i don't I don't think so I think you need a guy who can evaluate talent can not be a, a you know a herb but Somebody who can you know walk that middle ground and with you know leverage the NIL to get the guys you want and then get the guys you want and coach them up and get more out of them. That's what I want to see from this team. If Kevin Keats is is the guy, I need to get more out of the team than we got last year. Right? I think that's and and I'll be interested to see how. Boo reacts to whatever happens next year.
1: Well, you know, I mean, the cloud is gone, and we had a good year. Hey, hey, I'm just look, I'm just saying, man. These are facts. These are facts. Um, you know, like I mean, in reality, right? Like most years, you're gonna take 23 and 11, 12 and 8. That's a good floor. If that, you know, if that's like you're like, "Mm, I'd like to see a little bit better. Um, but again, I mean, it's kind of. It was just very. Reminiscent of the first year, right? 11 and seven out in the first round of the, of the tournament. Um, probably would have been something similar if he had gotten to go in 2019. But I don't know. I mean, just kind of see at some point it's like, okay, if if he's your guy, right. I mean, there were all those, what was it? That athletic article that might as well have been written by the athletic department. And so terrible. terrible. (laughs) I mean, you know, whatever it's, I just wish, like, see, at the front end of those kinds of articles, they should be like, this was sponsored by NC State Athletics, or... Yeah. You know what I mean? Or this is a promotion. Um, (laughs) I I don't know what Boo would do, right? Like, I mean, if you kind of crank it out, and everyone's happy, that's great. But, like, I feel like there were a lot of people not in their seats last year still. And was that a... But is that a post-pandemic... Kind of thing is that just what that men's no, college basketball is?
0: Well, it might be part of that. I think there's a disconnect from the roster turnover and then begging people for money and all that stuff. I think there's yeah. you're definitely losing interest there, but it's also a product, of, you know, a product of what's on the floor. Uh, and you know, we everybody when when the DJ Burns hype got going and. I think you start to see the crowds pick up a little bit. People start connecting with a guy like that. Then yeah, the the crowds picked up, but you just, I just don't think it was anywhere near where it could have been or should have been. For look, most the real question I mean, most, is, most are reality. those
1: crowds picking up those $130 sweatshirts? Okay. That's- yeah.
0: <laughs> DJ Burns clothing line is Gucci. Gucci yeah. level. Apparently
1: I got to go back uh, and look at that again.
0: <laughs> so next year we have MJ. MJ Rice, DJ Horn, DJ Burns, LJ Thomas, KJ Keats, Dennis Parker, who also goes by DJ. I can't wait to hear. What's his name? Uh, Tony Haynes talking about KJ, LJ, DJ, DJ one, DJ two. It's going to be a mess.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, will he slide in a wall comment? That's my only question. Or. uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, illegal aliens! That's what it was, right? That was Gary Haan, man. No, that's, that's Gary. A... Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Wait. So, whatever happened there? Did Gary get reinstated?
0: Uh, ye- I, I think don't. He know. did, right? I think he did too. Uh, After I... the season, so I don't remember what happened. I don't remember what happened. It was all. It was stupid, and it turned out to be. stupid. Oh, I'm
1: not. Yeah, I didn't want to really rehash it. I just for some yeah, yeah. reason I thought. As you can tell, yeah. I'm I'm firing on all cylinders right now. Let's look at Beast Boy's shop. Sorry. Uh, If you would like to support DJ Burns, um, you can go to Pack of Wolves NIL and uh, you can see um, this hoodie that I'm talking about. That's $130.
0: Yeah. Fun times.
1: I do like the little logo of him on the back of it. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty good.
0: I'm Ah. looking over... I have I was trying to see who we brought in from recruiting class, and then obviously they're not on the roster yet, I guess. So I'm looking at 24 7 site. The highest rated recruit Kevin Keats has brought in has been drumroll. Isaiah uh, Miranda. Uh, what okay, what was he? Uh, 98
1: 983. 24 7,
0: four star. Unless you count Jalen, like you,
1: sure. To. Okay, no, I don't. No, no, that's that's not how it works. Kudos for identifying those guys, but um, we, you know, you got to play. You got to you got to dribble the ball here one time.
0: Um, yeah. And Cam Hayes, who ended up at now ECU, LSU, via NC State, and ECU via LSU. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? He's at ECU now. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Maybe he'll come back. The I mean, that's (laughs) but that's I mean, right. Isn't this kind of what we're talking about? Like, it's not like you're recruiting at an elite level. So is it is it really that difficult to, you know, expect a little bit more? And I don't know, like, it's honestly it's like there's no point in getting too wrapped up in it because I feel like I said it last year a bunch of times, like we're not taking on a buyout for no reason right now. And so if he's over 500, I think Boo is going to be fine with it in the short term. Um, you know, I also do think, like last year, one of the things that start to ACC play, if I remember, was like a little chaotic, um, right? Like, didn't we?
0: I, you're asking the wrong person. I have no idea.
1: Uh, okay. Well, yeah, that's what it was, right? You, we came off, right? We lost to Kansas. You beat Dayton Butler, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And then we lost to Pittsburgh. You played Coppin State. Who cares? You lost at Miami. um, And then you lost at Clemson after beating Louisville. Right. So it's like you're one in three and everyone's kind of like. Aberration. Right. And then they ripped off some runs and then, you know, season kind of played out what it is. So, like, I remember there was a lot of skepticism at the beginning of the season. And. I just feel like that kind of just hung around. It's just like, I feel like people just really didn't want to buy in um, until things were clear that we were going to make the tournament. And even then everyone thought we weren't going to make the tournament for some reason. So I just think there was a lot of, there was no goodwill left, I think going into last season. So I'd be curious to see like what the, what the vibe is going into next year. Um, yeah.
0: I don't know. It'd be interesting. I think they're going to lean on DJ Burns, um, his likability factor in order to drive interest. Like I'm a hundred percent sure that's what that's going to happen.
1: I, I personally like DJ Burns game is,
0: do you see a problem building around DJ?
1: Well, no, it's, I
0: don't see a problem building around him. I, I think it's how they use, and this is not just a DJ thing. It's how they use everybody. They, it's very one trick pony, you know, you can only back down guys from the three-point line so often before t- teams start figuring out. You know, Creighton obviously had it figured out, and among some other teams, Clemson had it figured out. Uh, I, I like DJ. I think he's he's got good vision, good post passer. He can do a little bit more. Uh, I I got no problem with that. I think he's, he's a good player. I just think they need to, you know, utilize him a little bit more dynamically.
1: Yeah. You know what I'd like to see a shooting more free throws.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean, I, yeah, I can't I go know. through another season like that again. I don't understand yeah. how that happens.
0: You were asking about who's taking the shots earlier. I just looked it up. DJ Horn took 203 three pointers at Arizona state last year. Okay. Actually 203, both years, 21 and
1: 22. Yeah. What did you so, do last year?
0: 270. Okay. So he's going to be a little less than Turquavion, but he's also, he might be a little bit more now that he's going to be the feature, I, I guess. I don't
1: I, know. If I, what was Turquavion's three point percentage? Cause I think this guy's like a career, almost 38%, which is like,
0: Turquavion not, was 33 last year, career 35.
1: Oh my God. And we just let that kid like just fucking go all the time. Oh my God. Come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Interesting. So, oh my God, I'm so out of it. Have we had the NBA draft yet? No. No, right? Okay. No. You know, I would say, so, this is so funny, man. I did not even know that the draft was going on last weekend.
0: For fun. For I just, yeah, I, was I mean.
1: Sitting there Maybe it's because we hadn't had anyone drafted, right? So like my social media wasn't really clicking and I was kind of out of it. And then. I don't know. Do you want to talk about football? I'd rather talk about football.
0: All right, we move on to football. We'll come back to basketball. As we're not going to talk
1: baseball.
0: <laughs> My baseball's an enigma too. Uh, but yeah, so football, I, I don't know. We're going to start with the draft, but we start with the spring game. And what were your thoughts? I went back and watched it. I watched it intermittently when it was um, live.
1: Rain sucks, man. Rain does suck <laughs> um I don't know what you can really take out of that game, other than Anthony Smith, my man. Come on. <laughs> how many times do we have to still serve it on a platter to you? Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, what an infuriating moment that was for me, as a Anthony Smith stand. Um, <laughs> well, it was the last it was the last time we ever saw Demi Sumo carry the ball, so that that was fun. Um, Brendan Armstrong looks exactly like Brendan Armstrong to me and I feel like I'm going to be cringing all season as we you know get 15 wins with him um, but it's you know I watched that
0: damn spring game and I kept thinking oh man I just need to go back and pull all of the audio from Will trashing Brendan Armstrong
1: it's so hard to watch man I don't know if it's just because he's a lefty I hate his mechanics again. I just don't know if it's because I'm seeing it from the opposite arm. Um, But I love his mobility. Um, He knows the system. Um, I can't really take much from a game where the weather sucked that bad and we were throwing it that much. Um, And there were clearly times when the receivers or the running backs were making the wrong reads. Um, But at the same time like Brendan Armstrong is going to throw picks. So like Ugh. you're just going you're just going to have to take it, go with the bad. I hope there's not that many pick sixes in our regular season games. Um I don't know if what else to really take out of that game though because you know, the running backs can't ever really do much in those. And you know, you certain defensive players flashed still wasn't like all the dudes out there. So, I don't know. In the end, I was, just, you know, that was, I think they said that that was about half the playbook, I think is what they said. And yeah, that
0: doesn't surprise me. Honestly, yeah. what I took away was I feel like MJ is a much more dynamic player than Armstrong, but Armstrong is going to win the job because of his experience and his understanding of the offense, but man, it is not pretty.
1: Well, here's the thing. Brendan Armstrong gets injured every single year, multiple games. So sure. his bell rung, he's gonna break a bone, something. MJ's gonna play. And maybe it'll kind of self sort, but I, I mean I think I think Armstrong is more a better runner than MJ. So mm, I think if maybe. you get I think if you put him in a they got it. I bet if we put him in a straight line, I bet he's a little bit faster. He just he 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 moves very well. Maybe it's just he decides to run quicker. Yeah, I it might be it. Yeah. Um I think he's he's just kind of a, a little he's just a little elusive. Um He just throws so many ducks. He just Every time he throws it, I'm like, is it by design or does his arm yeah. really is it I don't know. It's it's I'm cr- really
0: going to test Anai, right? Because I don't think Armstrong is going to throw his way to victory, right? I don't think he's going to win you games by throwing. I think he's going to win it by getting it in the hands of guys who can make plays. And I, I, not something we've done particularly well in the past, but... Yeah. You know, that's Anai's forte. And even... You know, the little bit they were using uh, Gray and some of these other guys in, in motion in space. I, I kind of liked it. I liked what I saw. And, you know, it was, it was a glimpse of hope in that regards.
1: Yeah. I think Keon Lassane's going to get about 95 targets this year. Oh, God. And, um, for like 480 yards. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I, Yeah, I, I guess I was just really underwhelmed with a lot of the receiver, but again, weather sucked. Like yeah, it's- new system. I don't think you're going to be clicking that well. Um, and, and there were some drops and things like that. So like there's, there's room to grow. Um, I don't know what's going on with the wide receiver that we picked up from Clemson. It's like Collins. Yeah. To Gary Collins. Um, I'm hoping that was, oh, he was injured and he's a transfer. So we're making him second string kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, it's not like there's really going to be dynamic wide receivers in the portal at this time or you know, over the summer. So I don't know if there's any way to kind of fix that. So I think it kind of is what it is. I, I, I'm really curious, especially with Demi Sumo leading. I'm just really curious to see what how the running backs are used. I was Yeah, so um, Sumo
0: hits the portal. We have been talking about this for about four months now. Yeah. Didn't not sure what took it so long, but I guess it's the second transfer portal window. So yeah. I, I I don't know. I kind of disappointing. I really liked what I saw from Sumo. I thought Allen was the better back. I think Sumer might have been a tougher runner, but it's just another one of those situations where, you know, leading up to last year, all you heard about was how great Sumo was in practice, how good he was, you know, how blah, 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 how dynamic he is. He's untouchable. Forgot somebody else called him like our Heisman, right? Didn't one of the guys call him our Heisman candidate?
1: He, like, well, yeah. I thought that came from the, wasn't that like from the program?
0: Yeah, it's one of the players, right? And yeah. It's it somebody like, or one of the coaches or something like, it's, and then he's gone, right? And that's just, I guess that's college sports today, but man, it's disappointing. I i liked his game. I thought he'd been a good one too with Michael Allen, but I guess Jordan Houston's the one too. Well,
1: one two three. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be, I was really looking forward to having three reliable guys, not reliable, but guys with some track record of of playing at the level. And right. I think it would have been great to I don't it's so weird. I the the slander um on sumo from like an injury perspective and people being like, "Well, he was injured all the time." And it's like, "Well, if you've got like a high ankle sprain, like it's kind of tough to be a running back." Um Yeah. Like I just felt like that was so weird and I just to me it's just code for something else behind the scenes. Um I I thought when they were all on the field together you could see Sumo clearly created missed tackles and had a special ability like that. Um he's very uh kind of Jalen Samuels-esque in that manner. Um Michael Allen clearly looks to have a different gear, and you know, I yeah. would expect him to have a lot of long touchdowns. He's more night. In that perspective, but Knight also didn't really have as many long touchdowns as we expected. Um, And then Jordan Houston, I just think is kind of uh, reliable. He's like old faithful, but he's also like maybe this he's- is the year. Maybe this is the year the shoe string doesn't get him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Easiest man to tackle. Like it's crazy. and yet and yet gets you the hardest yards at the end of games. Like it's so you're just like sitting there like what the fudge is going on here? Yeah, you know. Um and who knows with uh like I just I, I I don't want to count on high school not high school seniors, but um like Raphael. Yeah, it's just I'm not gonna put a lot of weight in that. Um I refuse I don't know what's going on with um what's his name? Jernish uh Johnson? Who's the walk on guy that they always give Demarcus?
0: Demarcus Jones.
1: Jones, yeah. <laughs> I I don't get it. <laughs> check check click the link
0: in the chat there. I want you to see this picture of Brendan Armstrong and see if you vomit or not. Vomit oh god. Uh,
1: I can't have like, you know, I have to be Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so a picture of technician runs is running in
0: their headline, a report of the spring game, and it's Brendan Armstrong, and it looks like he's throwing it from like His hip. He's like got the ball down here. And it looks like my eight-year-old how he
1: throws. (laughs) I'm telling you, his mechanics are so gross. And he just it's just, yeah, it does feel like he throws up ducks. But you know, honestly, he seems to know where his ducks are going, I guess. Like, but it's funny. I mean, you can watch MJ throw, right? And versus him, and it's like a night and day difference from you know, it's like watching Leary throw with Ben Finley as a backup. Um, and, and then being like, well, we're going to go with Finley. <laughs> um, which so is yeah, also Finley's, a big problem. Yeah, Finley
0: us. is gone to Cal.
1: That seems like the exact right spot for him from at a P5 level.
0: Oh, I was going to say like Cal State Fullerton probably been the right spot for
1: No, I think he's got just enough to be at a bad Power 5 team. Like, it, it I makes, think it would be better for him at a g5 level yeah
0: but i I don't know the people who are still like can't believe ben feeling left was like did you watch the bowl
1: game yeah he was not good folks uh well i mean no one was good i mean no one was trying i mean usually you know dave doesn't care about bowls anyways but bowls without your coordinator
0: yeah i guess you know i don't know he was he was it was the whole thing was awful but that performance stands out whatever he'll still be he's a legend for the yeah UNC he's still a game. legend for the Carolina game
1: he, you know what's funny is he could have been a legend for two UNC games if we had just just gone with him instead of Bailey Hawkman that that one two years ago or was that two or three years ago yeah the one at Chapel Hill right um post Leary and uh I don't know. I think actually the, the biggest question is is when Leary gets drafted next year is is he gonna be an NC state product or is it gonna be an SEC draft pick?
0: Oh no, SEC draft pick. 100%. Oh of course. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. he was never gonna get drafted here.
0: He's not gonna be a wild pack or I don't know how many pack of cats. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he'll I don't think he'll do that. I don't think I think he's gonna be a Kentucky guy. Or well, he, he's kind of the guy I might shot his high school yeah like, Jersey, you, do you what? think
1: he's do you think he saw will levis's girlfriend and was like i'm going to kentucky
0: <laughs> yeah maybe i'm going to kentucky too
1: <laughs> oh my gosh transfer <laughs> You're yeah they okay. i yeah i mean i guess now we got to go find a quarterback but finding your third like it's like it's like finding a wide receiver right now or a running back right now like you are not gonna get any like game changer to be your third string quarterback. So
0: certainly not. Right? You're, like, you're hoping to get a guy who's um who's running the offense at Charleston Southern and you know, not so, again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, looking, I will not me lied to. <laughs> <laughs> it's the real deal.
0: It's the real deal.
1: I mean, no, I mean you put him in, in an eye, 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 eye offense, maybe he is the real deal. Yeah. Um, no. I would get someone who has familiarity with um, air raid, right? Like, yeah. I don't gonna care get if you some noodle arm,
0: some G five graduate who just wants a chance. Given the two guys ahead of him have been hurt, yeah, previously,
1: right? Yeah, that's basically how you sell it. These guys yeah. are being held by duct tape. You got a chance.
0: <laughs> yeah. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> uh, the other guys that stood out in the spring game to me, two wide receivers, Terrell Timmons and uh, Kevin Concepcion. I thought they yes. both played well. Kind of surprised on Concepcion's usage. I don't know. It was, that was, I don't know. It was bright. It was a bright spot, right? It was a good thing to see because we've always talked about needing a dynamic wide receiver. Is he going to be that? I don't know, but I think he's a good balance there with Julian Gray. So you've got like four slot guys between the same gray Concepcion and um, Jalen Coit, who they're using in the slot too. It's going to yeah. be interesting to see how and gets them all in the field and gets those guys the ball.
1: Well, at least, at least gray, you know, that they are willing to hand it off to him based on last year too. So that gives him a little bit more opportunity. Right. I'm, I mean, Wide receiver, man. It, it just, it's so obvious. That's where we have just blown it year after year recruiting in many ways. Um, like if you go back and think about it now, you've got, you know, Harmon and Myers. And then, you know, Myers was an undrafted free agent. And you've got um, Thayer, same treatment. Like, we've been we've been maxing out with not elite talent. And so it's like you see like a KC or someone like that kind of like pop off in a spring game. And you're like, okay, well, maybe we've got some answers. Maybe Terrell Timmons from last year, right? You kind of start seeing the answer. Maybe that we got something more there. But I don't know, man. I mean, it'll be fine when Noah Rogers comes back. It will and- be great when Noah comes back. <laughs> And uh, I'm still waiting for um, what was his name? Colin Powell, not Colin Powell, geez. Um,
0: Cornell Powell.
1: Corn- yeah, I'm still waiting for those guys to come back, too. Yeah. Um, you know, just we just got to make it work. Now, the thing is, I, I felt for years that the offense dictated to wide receivers that we were recruiting that if you want to have a boring life, come here. Um <laughs> Like I said, I mean, aside from when we force fed Myers and Harmon that one year, like it's just not what's what. What are you selling? And so, I I I took away from the spring game that we are going to pass the ball a ton, and um, that will certainly help us look a little bit more enjoyable on the recruiting standpoint. And you know, we'll see if if two J can get anything out of the offensive line. I'm still kind of not sold there with what we've got. Um, yeah. That's a big question mark for me. I mean, there's always a lot of sacks in with an nice offense and with, you know, with air raids in general. Um, so is there, I thought there was not, I think so. I think it's the other way around. I think an nice offense gives up a lot of sacks. If I remember correctly. Now that could also be, the fact that he had Garrett Schrader and Brendan Armstrong who do not. <laughs> I mean, when, when you got mobile quarterbacks, right? Maybe, maybe it kind of builds it into it in some degree. Um, I want to say that I was listening to um, not Rob. Jeez. What's, what's our guy over at IPS? Henderson. Um, no, no. The guy that actually knows football. <laughs> <laughs> that damn Philip, Philip, up that yeah come on james james knows we're kidding around um i think philip was saying that and i offenses tend to have that, but they've also featured a lot of mobile quarterbacks and so it's kind of like well is in some ways it kind of juking the stat in one way anyways yeah um, i was trying
0: to find sack numbers from last year
1: but like i expect a Brandon armstrong yeah. to take sacks i would expect an mj morris to take sacks like when, when you got guys that aren't pure pocket passers that are looking to just airmail one to the sidelines out of safety, you know, I, I, you've got guys I think that want to make plays, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, and so there is going to be an upside with those types of guys. So if you can get a third quarterback to come in that's a little bit of a gunslinger, mobile, whatever you want to call it, just has some proclivity for pushing it a little bit. Like, I don't want us to like bring in some. Super conservative guy that you know comes from like a Big Ten program with 14 passes a game kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> if they come from Wisconsin after Phil Longo, I'll accept, <laughs> I'll accept it.
0: Um, Overall. Of course they don't have sacks. Broken out here.
1: Well, I watched a, a bunch of UVA games the last few years. They take sacks. Trust me. I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they took sacks last year because they were terrible. No, no, no. I didn't watch last year. Come on, dude. Do you think I'm going to – I actually had to remind myself. I had to go Google it that Tony Elliott was the head coach at UVA because that's how little <laughs> I paid attention to it last year. And then I go, oh, that's right. Des Kitchens is there too. I can't wait to go to that game this year, by the way. Um, it's going to be very exciting to watch that. Syracuse bloodbath.
0: gave up 32 sacks last year.
1: Okay,
0: and let's go with what we did last year, just for shits and giggles. Twenty eight. So,
1: yeah, and I'd also say like it's kind of what were we the year before? You were able to get that year? Uh of
0: course. It's the magic of the internet.
1: This is what people love to hear—the click. Yeah, click.
0: click him here, be clicking around. Thank everything God, everything podcasting.
1: Thank, thank God, you got that gigabit internet connection
0: guys yeah uh 33 year before i guess we also
1: sucked at protecting the quarterback busted i don't know i'm gonna dig in my heels (laughs) well we also had a shitty old line (laughs) yeah that's right i shut it guys (laughs) (laughs) one of them got drafted chandler's value yeah Yeah, the one i told you was gonna get drafted i don't i don't understand why anyone was ever doubting that dude very proud of Chandler, and I'm very excited that hopefully there's more fe- features in the future of him and his dad being on a t- Top Chef or whatever it was. Not Top
0: Chef. <laughs> uh, he's in Charlotte with uh, Icky now, which is amazing. That the Panthers have drafted back to back years an NC State player. It's never you know,
1: happened. It's glad. I'm glad to see that um, you know you got that old racist out of there, and then all of a sudden. Also, of they're just drafting NC State players left and right.
0: I'm not sure. Either. Or let's see.
1: was he? No, or was it a sexism thing? I can't remember what he got busted. Well, I can't remember what Jerry Richardson got in trouble for. All the, of it? Uh, I don't know. All of it? Yes, yeah, <laughs> probably. 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 I mean, when you're a billionaire, who cares? Um, I want to say something about basketball.
0: I just saw it in, in the pod chat and it made me remind me. It's it, it, Maybe it's a boomer take, and I know the guys are ripping me for it. But I still think it's very weird that a guy transfers to another team in his conference. Like I don't know like that's just weird to me. Like Jack Clark went to Clemson and we got Middlebrooks from Clemson.
1: Now, you're saying that and our quarterback came from UVA and yeah,
0: all that's just uh, strange to me.
1: I well, I would say in some ways, I think it's comforting because then you at least know in some degree they can contribute. At this level, or should. And I do think with Middlebrooks, it's well, I did not want to be a DJ Burns. I did not want to be that type of post player. To which I say, why did you accept that Clemson scholarship? Um, well, then Duana goes to Georgia Tech. Is that where he ended up? Yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Where's Ernest Ross? Is he still with us? Uh, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I, I don't know why I thought he tech. transferred. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I just assume the whole... roster.
0: Some are. I think he's a little stiff.
1: Well, he came in and hit those free throws, in that I think it was a Georgia Tech. He game had actually. flashes. Yeah, he had flashes. Yeah. The, <laughs> I don't. It doesn't really bother me too much personally. It's so weird. I, I, it's so weird. I. It's only weird because they made it a rule back in the day. It's like, still weird. We're going to play
0: Evie next year. We're going to play Jack Clark next year. Yeah, Maybe. well, that one
1: hurts. Yeah. I, that will be infuriating. It's, But, you know, at the same time, it's kind of like, I think there's, you get enough. It's like, uh, I guess it is a little incestuous, but it's it gives you that comfort level. You've at least seen the guy in person. There's probably that factor, too. I guess. um so you know sure. and I and there were and I was kind of looking back at some of the players like I think there were some connections that either the staff had previously recruiting some of these transfers or like I think DJ horn played with Mahorchuk. um and then yeah who was no the guy idea. that we brought in from um Butler
0: Jaden Taylor
1: yeah right you know I mean we obviously played against him um
0: yeah so you think we played against him he lights us you know shoots it's 19 points or something like that. And then somebody slides into his DMs like, Hey, you know, if you're a hundred
1: percent think that happens, <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy's game, if you're going to get the
0: portal in 10 months, I know where to go.
1: Like remember what I was saying about offensive line recruiting the other day. It's like, you know, if it was me, I would be building my offensive line through the transfer portal. And my whole effort, if you could, if you can get an elite prospect as a fresh, you know, coming as a freshman, great. But I would just be sitting there being like, let's just develop relationships. If it doesn't, you know, if they go elsewhere, I'll, that's great, man. You know, if things don't work out, you know, we're, we'll be happy to talk to you in a couple of years. And if it turns out that they suck, then you're like, oh, I'm sorry that we we already filled up on other transfers. But just take grown bodies. I, I don't. Absolutely. You know, if you can get someone that's like an icky that you think's got super upside and's going to play early, go for it. But most of the time. A lot of these guys are projects, right? And so, I'd rather take an old body, even if it has no upside, over trying to just trying to sway these kids. I mean, it just seems like offensive elite offensive linemen just seems so damn hard, and they are so easily pulled by these bigger programs with NIL. I'd rather get them on the back end. It's starting to turn into a real Noah Rogers theme here, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, but. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what just got me thinking about that, but
0: well, we were talking about in the chat earlier. I don't know, yesterday or today, whatever it was. And I hundred percent agree. Like, I'm for the lines. Give me transfers. Right, give me guys who are twenty one. Right, they're more developed than eighteen year olds. Yeah, they're all big, but you're not big and strong
1: until you know a couple of years in a weight program.
0: I think it's a big difference. You can get immediate
1: returns probably as like a coach thunder. Or someone that's coming in in their twenties, you know, maybe it's not as de- you know huge of a change, right? But you got a better baseline to probably build off of. You know, I don't know. I think someone like was saying like you can't be expecting like like you can't expect everyone to be a Tyler Steen. I guess is what what someone said. Yeah, I think we were yeah. talking about Jeremillo, right? But it's like I don't care. I just need someone that if if you can bring in guards and centers that are older, and then try to maybe just try to build up your tackles with prospects. That's fine. Like I feel like a lot of the problems we've had the last few years, has just been guard playing in particular. Um, and so I, I'd rather, I'd rather get the, Oh my God, I'm trying to blank on his name. The guy from USA that, um, is it schoolie? No, that's not it. Um, Oh, the guy that chewed dip, um, from South Alabama center. He was a center Joe, not Joe. Um, Jesus, what was his name?
0: I don't know what you're talking
1: about. There was an offensive lineman that we took in for, as a transfer from South Alabama during, during Doran's tenure tenure. Skullthorpe? Skull, no, no. Oh my God. This is going to kill me. You're always like, Oh, I, I should ask him to be on the pod. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. um, Jesus, why can't my brain? He's always. No, Skullthorpe was Joe. Joe Skullthorpe was the wrestler. He's the guy that's in the freaking WWE right now or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Oh, my God. I can I got to check my DMs because I was just talking to him.
1: Yeah. But while you look up his name, um, that was a guy that was like a whatever conference they were, like player, not player of the year, but first string, first team.
0: I didn't realize and, he came from South Alabama. What'd you say? I didn't realize he came from South Alabama.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what? was he limited upside physically? Sure. Was he an older guy that could play center and help us out on offense? Hell yeah. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd be focusing on that. Like, if you can get more Zavala's you got a better chance of scouring the D2s and the G5s and all that stuff and finding that type of guy than probably landing them out of the state of North Carolina consistently. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, that's... What is his damn name? It's Joe something. (laughs) Oh, my God. NC State. center Joe. Not Thurney. Also, yeah, Joe Thurney. What a great one.
0: Oh, my <laughs> man, this is gonna kill
1: this is killing me. Um people, if we don't say it by the end of the podcast, please DM me. <laughs> this is God dang.
0: <laughs> we'll see how long this can take to find it.
1: Alabama. I'm this is how good I am at Googling. Uh, oh my god, we played them in the damn football game. Do you have it? Are you just making me sweat now? Oh well, screw you, man. Does it at least start with Joe? I'm not telling you. <laughs> oh my god, I can see this guy's picture in my head with dip in his mouth, Joe Scalfo. <laughs> oh my god, brutal.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, your point is your point is right. That bringing the older bodies, the only I'm um, skill positions are guys I'm getting from high school. That's it. Like, give me all the older guys I can get. And speaking of older guys, none of the, outside of Zavala, nobody else got drafted. I think all of them could have returned. Do you think that lays the groundwork for the future? Or what I mean by that is, they could have come back and Dave's like, well, if he's next the next year he's got somebody borderline like that. Like, come on, come on back. Get your NIL money. You know, cash in while you can. Well, Tanner just, Eagle just think was how out good of this it. team would be if you brought back Drake and Isaiah and
1: Well What I, I thought I thought Isaiah was out of eligibility. Am I wrong? Tanner Might was. I don't know. I, I think, think Tanner Like was seven,
0: sixteen years was COVID seniors and all that stuff.
1: Well, that's true. The I I guess what I would think is, um, I feel like if you're like a Peyton Wilson right now, you probably feel pretty. I don't know. Peyton Wilson gets drafted, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Like that was. It's almost like it was like the opposite happened. Um, I feel like Drake probably thought, I can't do any better than that. I'm never going to be. Taller, longer, whatever. Right. And so, and I think there was a factor of like his brother was leaving too. Like, I don't know. At some point, you're like tired of playing. You probably, probably doesn't want to transfer and play anywhere else. And probably thought he can make it. And maybe they will carve out roles. Caveat, caveat, you know, yeah. look at Meyer, look at Bam, whatever. Um, But it's going to be harder. And I do think, yeah, I do think it will lead to guys maybe sticking around an extra year, assuming NIL can compensate them for it. Um, But also, like, I didn't think Isaiah Moore should risk coming back with that injury history, right? And I do, I uh, of them all, I think Isaiah Moore will find a a role somewhere. I feel confident in him. I just feel like, I feel like Drake's going to get screwed because, you know, NFL cares more about biometrics than... Ability, well, uh, I mean
0: that's that's exactly it. And everybody's like, "Oh, don't you know, don't undersell," blah blah blah. And I'm like, dude, it was a reach for him to try to get drafted. Like, he's a very good football player, but all these guys are smaller and undersized comparatively to what the NFL wants. Yeah, and you need to have you need to be elite somewhere. Now, I'd say Drake's probably elite with his football instincts, but is that good enough to make up for him being undersized and slower?
1: I don't know. But- Better queue up that replacement scene where they're like, what are you looking for, coach? And Gene Hackman's like, heart! That's that's That's
0: a a great movie. Underrated underrated football movie.
1: 100% underrated. You know, I'm still convinced that there's a connection between the replacements and point break. I I feel like Johnny Utah just (laughs) finally made it to the NFL as, (laughs) as Drake Falco. How do I remember these names? I don't know. Jane Falco. No, no. Right? It's Shane Falco, yes. Shane Falco, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, <laughs> um Yeah, I guess I, I, I hope some people stick around, but at the same time, like I I get wanting to move on. Especially like the I mean how many years was he he was playing here since twenty I I, I can't keep track of it. They have all been around so long in the COVID. He was here year for that horror then... season starting, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, he was because I remember when he played and he had a misread against Clemson and Dumbo with the Jumbotron or the Skechotron, whatever you call it, was drawing on it. This is where Drake is. This is where he should be. And he
1: uh, gets his eyes caught. I just, was it I Kirk Herbstreet that, but, while he was talking about how nice it is that Clemson took his two sons as walk-ons? Yeah, it know? was probably That's Herbstreet
0: like- or Clemson. Uh, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but they were just like, he'll learn that in time, but he's a freshman and here's what our fresh mistakes. And the guy runs right by like right behind him. Like I'll oh, never God. forget that.
1: Yeah. You know, Brian Underwood was in. Okay. Um, yes. That's was. all I can say. You know, no one ever was, went back and circled those, those feet. I was right there. I could tell you he was in, it was right oh, there. That's one of those and, things where I'm sure we would have lost in the end in gut-wrenching fashion, but Oh my God. Doran tenure yeah. right there. Um, (laughs) I, you know, here's the other thing though. Like the fact that only Zavala got drafted, just like, it's not surprising. Like we always feel like this team, like when they came up against elite talent, you could tell the difference between them. And if it wasn't a game where we were, you know, creating turnovers and finding ways to, to win, like that's why this team would go to Clemson and lose when Clemson was not that good this year. Um well it's it's what it's we've always seen. The same team said, that right? lost to BC. Like right. You know what I mean? Like you see it and you're just like, "Oh yeah, well it's because like I hate to say it, like the uh, Peyton Wilson looks really dynamic compared to a lot of our player, Ta- you know. Everyone knew Tanner Engel was going to be undersized, so it was probably a stretch, you know, and maybe, you know, again, I think he'd be great on special teams, but um I don't know. It's just it wasn't surprising to me. Like those guys were talented and contributed for a lot of years and you want that um but it's not surprising that our former walk-on that became a scholarship wide receiver who was really reliable but also still slightly undersized didn't get drafted right but he was intriguing enough to get a to get a look with the vikings i think right um like Corey well, durden not that's, getting drafted. That one was weird. a little surprising. That was yeah, like, did you, do, that. did you have a poor interview? Is there some injury stuff lingering there? Um, That was shocking. I mean, I, I'm just surprised. No, one. It just feels like there's a point in the draft, like around 6th or 7th round, where people are like, I'm just not going to take a flyer on this guy, and I'm just going to pick him up as UFA. I'm just going to hope everyone else bails on this guy, too. Um, Like, Corey is the one that I think should... He's a guy that should make it.
0: Like, I think it lines up with what place. we've always talked about, though. It, it just lines up with we don't recruit well enough, so you need to be dynamic yep. on your schemes, right? I mean, that's it's it. It shows in the draft. You get a few here and there, but then you have some of your best teams have nobody drafted or one guy drafted, and you're yeah. like, well, it's this is it, right? But, but if you think about it,
1: right, dynamic scheme thirty three five, these guys all did great in it, and You know, I never thought that, I mean, (laughs) aside from maybe some corner blitzes, I never really felt like the defense cost us anything and it's been the offense that's been lagging. So, you know, you get a little bit more dynamic there. Again, like all you're looking for is one more win the last few seasons, right? And you're, you're taught, you're having completely different opinions on how everything goes. And so. I don't know. I guess I'm I I am not I was not surprised by the outcome. I was surprised the draft was happening. <laughs> but <not> the, <laughs> I was just so happy of it, man. Yeah. Oh
0: all right. We'll leave it at that. Like we'll we'll record more as like, things ha- start happening now. I I was super busy with work. Will was moving and apparently getting eyeglasses and things like that. Like moving, selling a house. Yeah. <laughs> Going blind. Yeah, trying not to talk about basketball too much. All those things, yeah.
1: Well, and um, also it's just, you know, it's a little bit of that downtime, right? Like, could have talked about the Spring Bane, but it's like, what was there to really talk about?
0: Yeah. Try not to bore y'all with nonsense like some other folks. But anyway.
1: Maybe we will. Maybe we'll get more nonsense, you know. We
0: do. We need to bring out some nonsense. I miss Mahesh's questions. Yeah. it's true. And I know need I to just go back wrong. and find he's all of old it. questions and redo them. Probably would. Nah, he's in a different point in his life now. He might be a doctor by now. It's been so long. Let's he's also Carolina fan. That
1: though. or he's just, um, he's just waiting for his chance to knock um, Drake May's knees out from under him. Yeah. Oh, if you
0: made it this far in the podcast, I still, the home field, my pre- previous two home field winner picks did not reach out to me. So the first person that DMs me and says they want a home field shirt, let me know and you'll get one.
1: Hey, Evan, I would like a, I would like a home field. Trip. <laughs> you gotta, gotta DM me. <laughs> oh man. Come on, man. Don't make me light, log in.
0: Slide into my DMS. Yeah. They hey, are heard very, you got a size stuff. large for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for support the pod and all this time. Join, join the pod. Yeah. There's always activity going on there. Even if we are not recording, There's always, some good conversations happening. And, again, thanks for bearing with us while we took a little podcast break. But we, we'll be back more often.
1: Too. Yeah, we'll knock the rest off better next time.
0: <laughs> now that we will can see, we're good. All right. Y'all have a good one.
1: No go pack? Come on. See, I forgot. Go pack. Jeez.
0: Because all I got on my mind right now is some ice cream. cream.